With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are back. It's hour two. Great to have time off, but we missed you. Gang's all here, including Fritzy. Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim day yesterday at Syracuse. He'll join us coming up. Get his thoughts on storming the court. Does he have a solution for that? And also, the NCAA tournament, could it expand to 96 teams? We'll talk to Coach coming up here in a moment. NFL Combine is happening. Uh, Peter King announced that he was going to retire. The uh, Football Morning in America columnist, former uh, Monday morning quarterback. And in his column today, he uh, floated the possibility of maybe the Bears trading the number one pick and then maybe getting the number two pick from Washington and maybe trading that as well, maybe coming away with a haul of nine draft picks in the first two rounds over the next two years. But uh, Peter floated that, didn't report it, just saying that uh, what he's hearing, the Bears are probably going to trade the number one pick. All right, stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. It'll be Ohio State and Iowa uh, that'll be Caitlin Clark. That'll be a rematch. And uh, Iowa faces Minnesota at 9 Eastern. Uh, Ohio State faces Michigan at 6.30 Eastern. This will be on Peacock. That'll be Wednesday night basketball. And then you have Iowa and uh, Ohio State, the rematch, I believe, this weekend uh, with Caitlin Clark and Ohio State. All right, uh, we'll get to your phone calls coming up, as we always do every Monday. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Also check in at the uh, NFL Combine, and Major League Baseball has a uniform issue. We'll have that for you coming up. I was watching the tribute to Jim Beheim yesterday. I had all these luminaries. Everybody's saying nice things. It's emotional. And uh, all of a sudden, they play our video because we were asked by Syracuse, hey, could you guys do something, say some nice things about Coach Beheim? And then we went around the room, Fritzy and Seton, Marvin, Paulie, and then myself, and then we kind of roasted Jim Beheim and then made fun of Jim after every game, win or lose, when he's at the press conference. <laughs> so they're showing this, and I'm cringing. I'm going, I thought this was just like a private thing for Jim. Not in front of 50,000 or how many people were there. 
So uh, the uh, former Syracuse head coach, Jim Beheim joining us on the program. Let me apologize on behalf of everyone here for absolutely nothing. You, that's that's the, our relationship, and uh, I'm glad that we, we closed you out that way. I would have expected nothing uh, else. Great. And, you know, it was 28 tributes, 26 very nice, well done. And you and Gino, my good friend, Oriyama, were brutal. And it just, you know, it was par for the course. You know, I mean, I'm expect that. And now even my wife doesn't like you. She was she was like your only fan in Syracuse. Wow. So now I mean, wow. your ratings just went probably forty percent down, losing her. So that's it. I mean, that's okay. We, we tried to some... say something nice. We did. We did. It's hard. I know it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, but this is the new Jim Beheim. You watch me on TV. I'm oh, smiling. I'm happy. Yeah, you know, look at you. Look at sickening. you. It's <laughs> And I, by the way, when you came on, I heard, who's the best player in all of sports to watch play right now? now I'll, I'll say basketball. It okay. makes it easier for you. Okay. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. Steph Curry's close still. But she's moved past. And you know why I like her the most? Her passing skills yep. are unreal. She makes passes that are just subtle that you have to know the game, which, I mean, nobody in your room there, I, no. mean, I know Absolutely. that would be hard. Yes, You have to understand the game. She makes subtle passes that really, it's incredible. I, I watch every game she's on. I mean, literally. But it's, we don't have, have to Kate, watch her. We don't have Caitlin Clark without Steph Curry. Well, yeah, I mean, he he's an influence on everybody. It's like Pearl Washington was the first influence on a generation of guards, mm -hmm. and now it's you know Steph Curry. He's unique. <clears throat> I mean, it's not enough to say he's the best shooter of all time, which he is. But he's just a unique player to watch play. I mean, he's my favorite player to watch since probably Michael Jordan, I guess, and Magic. Uh, you know, some guys you just turn on the TV to watch. I mean, I have to stay up, and you know, I'm old now, and I stay up to midnight to watch Steph Curry play because, uh, you know, you have to. You have to watch the guy play basketball. But she's just as fun. To watch and uh, amazing, I, I just think she's an amazing player, and she probably needs to stay in college because she can probably make four million dollars next year with the wonderful new system we have of NIL. <laughs> so uh, wait, that sounded you know, sarcastic why, with the wonderful new system. A little bit, yeah, it's, it's a little bit. It's okay. a great idea. NIL was a great idea. It's just, it's just turned into we're going to buy these players, and that's the, what it is. It's everybody knows it. Pretty simple. Okay. Could you give the green light to someone like Caitlin Clark? One of your players. 100%. 100%. I gave the green light to guys that weren't as good as her. Come on. But I mean, <laughs> shooting that deep. I remember Steve Kerr would he, would, he would hold his head in his hands when Steph would take those long shots and then he would make them. And then he realized that he makes yeah. those. That's just who he is. It's just a few. You can, like, I tell players, hey, you can take any shot that you can make. 
I don't care where it is. Just as long as you can make it, you know, fire it, let it go. And, you know, some people can just do things other people can't do. Part of coaching is adjustments. You know, you know, you adjust to those guys, and it's not hard to adjust to Steph Curry, trust me. You know, you just, okay. Pearl Washington was like that. He did some crazy things, but he, you know, he, he did them. And he entertained people. You know, we went from 15,000 people a game when Pearl Washington came to Syracuse. It was early. It was in the first, second year of the, of the Carrier Dome, now the JMA Dome. But we went to 25,000 people in one year. <laughs> and it was because of Pearl. People wanted to watch this guy play. Yeah. And, you know, it was some people are like that. There's, there's great players, and then there's great players that everybody want to watch play. You know, that's. There's a, there is a difference. There's a difference. No question about it. All right. We're talking to uh, the former Syracuse head coach, Jim Beheim. A couple of things. Court storming. What would be your solution on how to police or prevent? Well, you put 100, 200 police officers there, you could do it. But, you know, I mean, I'm very sympathetic. I hope Kyle, I love Kyle Filipowski. I hope he's all right. I really do. But in all the years of all the court stormings I've seen, and, you know, I'm kind of old, so it's probably a couple hundred, right? I've never seen anybody get hurt. I mean, that's, that's the first thing everybody's talked about since this happened. Mm-hmm. Player safety, players this. And I've never seen anybody get hurt. Now, it doesn't mean they couldn't get hurt, but it's, you know, it's it, it's. You could stop it. I mean, you'd have to just ring the whole building with police officers with sticks and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you could stop it. Yeah, I mean, you can. But I've never seen anybody get hurt. This, the one, that was a fast court. Those people, you know, you know, those people that were storming the court there, you know, at Wake, they were fast. I mean, they must have had all the athletes running out there. <laughs> but, but Usually coach, it's a kind of a slower one. <laughs> Wake was favored by two. You can't storm the court when you're favored. Well, when you haven't beaten Duke in 25 years, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you do, there is an occasion that you can storm the court. And it was a huge win for Wake. Is is you know Joe Lenardi, as we all know, picked three ACC teams to go to the tournament just a month ago, and couldn't have been more wrong. We're going to have six in there, maybe more, <laughs> but at least that, because you can't go, you know, by numbers. The net is the worst thing ever foisted upon us by the NCAA of a lot of bad things, because you can play ten bad teams, beat them by a lot. And your net's going to be good because you cap the point spread, but you can't cap the efficiency of your offense and defense. And when you're playing bad teams and you win by 40, you're going to be very efficient on both ends. So your net's going to be great. So you just need to discount the net a little bit and try to find the best teams. And I'm not saying they're ACC teams. We'll have some of them, but – you have to look for the best teams, not teams that have the best net, because you can get a net by playing nobody and winning big. And we need to understand. I think the NCAA committee understands that. I think that's been talked about a lot. And we have to get back to finding the best teams. 
And the, the end result, when you get to the end of Selection Sunday, you want to have the best teams in the tournament. And you have to watch teams play and see their improvement. More so now than ever, I, I believe in the whole season is important. But with the transfer portal, so many new teams that you have to watch teams at the middle and end of the year to see how they've developed from beginning to end. And when you have so many transfers, you're not going to be as good in the beginning. And you might be really good at the end. So even though you take the whole season into consideration, you have to put some little emphasis on the last 15 or 20 games. But speaking of the tournament, the new president of the NCAA, I guess, is floating the idea of expanding the tournament to 96 schools. (laughs) schools. <laughs> Listen, I've talked about this for 40 years. It doesn't hurt a thing to expand the tournament. If anything, in the first rounds, you get the bad teams out. You'll end up with a better 68 or 64 if you do it that way. You get more fan bases involved. You get more players in the tournament. And you don't hurt the tournament at all. And you can do it. I don't know if you get to 96, but we have a play-in days right now. Wow. Just have three play-ins at, three, at the four sites where the tournament's going to be. So if you win your play-in, you're right there at your site. Now you don't have to I go. I can't believe eight. you're agreeing with the NCAA. What happened to you? It's, oh, it's hard. It's hard. Trust me. And it's only once out of, <laughs> hey, everybody's right once a day. Every clock's right. <laughs> Twice a day, a broken clock, right? Yeah. But no, they. This is we should expand. I know all these purists say, "Oh, we don't." You know, well, what if we were still where we started at twelve? John Wooden was a great coach. We were at sixteen. He didn't want to expand. Best coach ever in history, right? Yeah. Oh, we don't need to expand. Well, then we went to thirty-two, forty-eight, sixty. Is the tournament? Is good now or better? It's better. So you add a few teams. So what? It's over. You can get it over in a couple of days. Be down to sixty-four teams. Go forward. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's the same in football. You, you, you know, they should have expanded the football right away. It should have been wherever, wherever it is, twelve, sixteen. Yeah. Uh, before I let you go. Did you uh, ever cross paths with Pete Maravich? I know his name's come up now because of Caitlin Clark. And yeah, I, I you know, I, I saw him play in person once, and it was in the NIT in New York. And in those days, you know, you hadn't seen him. You know, he was at LSU. You really hadn't seen him. The first play, he caught the ball at a rebound, took one dribble and threw a behind-the-back length of the court pass <laughs> to a guy who caught it and laid it in. And I'm going like, who? Well, that was good. <laughs> the guy was Caitlin Clark, you know, what was it, 40 years ago, 50. Yeah. Fabulous, unbelievable offensive machine. He could do things with a basketball that really no, even Steph Curry can't do. Just dribble things, passing things. I mean, the guy was in a good conference and was defended with boxing ones all the time. And averaged 40 points a game. No, you know, who can do that? 
How many people can do that? Not many. And not the three-point shot either. If you factor that in, he's no. he probably would have ended his career, you know, 5,500 points. Yeah. yeah, he would have had 50, average 50 a game every time. But thanks for the nice tribute to me. I, it's good to bring you down, bring people down. You know, when, yeah. you're, when other people are lifting you up, it's good that, you know, somebody's there like you and Gino, just to, you know, I'm a member of the your group now. you got to be nice mm, to me. No, I'm not no, letting no. you in yet. No, 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 yet. no, right. no. And by the way, you know what? We, yes. we made fun of Coach K, so if we can make fun of Coach K, we, we can make fun of you. <laughs> well, he, absolutely. He's the best. I mean, yeah, I'm not even in the same <laughs> I'm not in the same, same room. One, one time a guy in Syracuse tried to compare, compare me to Coach Wooden. And I said, well, yeah, I mean, we're similar. He's on the penthouse, and I'm in the basement. Okay. That's about the. That's about how close we are. You know, I think I've worked my way up to about the fifth floor. No, you're in the but, kitchen. Uh, you're in the kitchen, maybe. Kitchen. Yeah. Easy. Well, that's Easy. a good place to be. Yes. Yeah. There's food there. Everything right? happens in the kitchen. Yeah, you're not going to get to All the penthouse. All I know is that's... you've come a long way since <laughs> I met you with Kevin Costner, and you were just a guy in the TV. You were what? You were just. Doing the news or sports or whatever. I was at CNN. So, I, I was at CNN. Yeah. In Atlanta. Yeah. And, uh, and, no, and no, we were in the room. Nobody even knew who you were. They did not. Girl. They did not. That was it. Yeah, there was there was a girl who was interested in me, and Costner. <laughs> I know that. And Costner went over and and he said he started talking to her, and then he sees me and he goes, "I get out of here. I'm going to take one for you." <laughs> I go, "All right." So Kevin Costner took one for me as he. Uh, Chatted up this woman, but um, all right. My best to uh, well, your wife as always. Seventy-five years she, old. All right, time, so that's, okay. Wasn't, that's no. okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> stay in touch and uh, congratulations on your day. A special yeah, when you day. need to get a boost in your ratings, just call me. I'll be happy to come on. All no right, problem. thank you. Let's all say goodbye to uh, Coach Beheim. Going. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> Coach K. Or Coach Behan. Coach Behan. Yeah, we really showed him. <laughs> you know, take that. Yeah. <laughs> you want to feel good about yourself? Come on here for a couple minutes. Today's Mercedes-Benz interview of the day is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz EV. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. The vehicle's all electric, feeling all Mercedes, the choice all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. We'll take a break. We're going to go to the Combine. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider. Get his thoughts on what Peter King floated in his column today about the possibility that the Bears trade the number one pick. We'll have that for you coming up right after this Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments 
where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. More phone calls coming up. People have suggestions on how to stop court storming. And as Jim Beheim just pointed out, didn't sound like he had a problem with it because he said, how many times does somebody actually get injured? Hmm. I don't know if I want to flirt with it that way to say, hey, nobody's gotten hurt in a long time. Oh, somebody twisted their ankle, happens to be one of the stars of Duke. You know, we tend to overreact. I get it. We're a reactionary society, certainly when it comes to sports. But I would like to think there is a better way to police this. And uh, maybe you don't show the court storming. I don't know if that's a solution or not. But I'm open to your suggestions here. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider. He is in Indianapolis, the Combine. He's there for the NFL Network, and uh, that'll be Thursday through Sunday. Tom, thanks for joining us. What's the uh, what's the hotel lobby buzz? What's the number one topic in Indianapolis? Well, Dan, that'll pick up uh, starting later today. Most NFL uh, teams, coaches, players, GMs, or excuse me, executives, scouts, GMs, they'll get in town 
Later today, the players just started getting in. The first groups yesterday were D-linemen and linebackers, so this sort of ramps up gradually throughout the course of the week. I would say, you know, as the, the bars and the restaurants and the lobbies fill up here, big part of it starts out at number one in the draft and exactly what the Bears are going to end up doing, what the Bears end up doing with Justin Fields. Um, obviously, Caleb Williams, there's a lot of signs pointing toward the Bears just standing pat and taking him at number one overall. Uh, but certainly there are going to be conversations and phone calls, and they've still got to meet with the guy. they got to meet all these uh, you know, rookie quarterbacks coming into the league. So that's part of the process throughout the course this week. Certainly you've got some other you know, potential trade uh, options out there uh, as we go through this process, some other quarterbacks that could be on the move. What happens with Russell Wilson? What happens with Mac Jones? What happens at a different level with – Zach Wilson, those are some of the questions as you go through it. And then, you know, you can just go down the list and look at some of the teams with a lot of, you know, older, more expensive players. What does Jim Harbaugh do with all those guys that he's got in his roster who are making a ton of money, like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Derwin James and Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa? Those are some of the storylines here on top of, obviously, um, you know, two weeks from today, the free agent negotiating window opens. And if history is any guide, a lot of those big deals maybe sort of, even if it's not allowed, might be sort of done here in Indianapolis. I don't know if you saw Peter King's column today where he announced his retirement from writing the column, but he also floated the idea of the Bears maybe trading that number one pick, keeping Justin Fields, and then maybe trading that pick, uh, you know, another pick, and basically accumulating nine first and second round picks over the next two years. Now, Peter just floating something, isn't just anybody floating something here. What do you make of what Peter was suggesting? Well, first of all, love Peter, and I think that I've got similar stories to a lot of other people you know, through the years of being a young, I'm not that young anymore, but a young up-and-coming reporter and getting a random call or text or email from Peter King saying, hey, I liked, like that thing you did, Tom. That was really good. <laughs> There's so many of us... Who, you know, Peter, we grew up reading him in Sports Illustrated. And then, you know, he made you feel like you were an equal. And he actually did something at the Super Bowl this past year, invited a bunch of reporters out just for a, a big dinner with a bunch of people from uh, competing outlets and asked us at dinner to, you know, share stories of something we learned from the past year. And those are things that just don't happen in mm. the modern era of journalism. And so for Peter to put that together, I like I walked away going, that was one of like the most meaningful things that I've done in quite a while, just hearing other people's experiences, meeting some some young up and coming people, the people who are actually young now. And um, you know, that was that was really cool. But that's stuff that, you know, Peter's done for a long time. He's done his job at a high level uh, for a long time. As far as the Bears uh, and the possibility of trading back, what I would tell you, Dan, is the Bears have not made final decisions on what they're going to do. They've not finalized anything internally. They have not, despite some questions I've heard from people in the league in the past couple of days, they have not communicated anything to Caleb Williams saying that you're, we're definitely taking you at number one. And there's always the possibility that someone is going to make you an offer that makes you reconsider whatever your inclination was. I mean, if you go again through this offseason here and the way that they've handled things publicly, the way that they had handled the offensive coordinator search and hiring Shade Waldron to run a certain style of offense, there's a lot of arrows that point toward this is going to end up being Caleb Williams at number one. But again, if you have that opportunity, if you're going to trade down once, why would you not contemplate trading down twice? Unless you're going to take one of the other quarterbacks 
or if you're trying to only move back a spot and let's say take Marvin Harrison Jr. or something, you could potentially trade down and continue to amass you know, picks into the future. Having said that, you've also got Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles. They're entering year three. Year three is always critical decision time. I don't want to say make or break, but in a lot of ways, anytime you're into year three, you're either going to work your way into a contract extension or you're going to work your way into somebody else having your job to trade completely out of it to not reset at the quarterback position would be a substantial gamble. It's one more reason that, again, nothing done, but one more reason to believe ultimately it's Caleb Williams, number one in Chicago. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider. Explain to me the options that the Broncos have with Russell Wilson. Same options that they had last year uh, during training camp in the bye when they approached Russell Wilson about something that, quite frankly, in one regard or another, happens all the time in the NFL. In this case, it was not taking a pay cut, which dozens of players do every year. It was not giving up money. It was pushing back the vesting date on his 2025 injury guarantee to 2025 instead of having the early vesting, which if they kept Russell Wilson on the roster beyond this March 17th, now you're locked into $76 more million to Russell Wilson instead of the 39 that they own this year whether Russell Wilson is on the team or not. So the options are, once again, they can re-engage, and Russell Wilson can agree to accept a delay in the vesting because he's not going to be uh, a Bronco if he's not adjusted his contract come March 17th, or they, you know, in all likelihood would release him. I don't really anticipate a trade market arising there, so it's either release or he does the restructure. You know, the issue that you have here, because think about this, Dan, you go back to the bye week, in the fall. And I know the version Russell Wilson is told. I know the version that his publicist and his agent and everybody else have put out there. From the Broncos' perspective, they were trying to do a deal that would actually keep Russell Wilson in Denver for 2024. In other words, if you didn't have to worry about that future money vesting, you would just pay him $39 million this year. You maybe would draft one, maybe not. You'd Keep your options open at the quarterback position. But Russell Wilson would absolutely be the starting quarterback of the Broncos in 2024. I know he said in that interview with Brandon Marshall that he wants to be in Denver. Well, there's one way to do that, which is taking something in terms of an adjusted contract, a delayed vesting date, that last time the Broncos, in in their opinion, good faith, proposes a way to keep you here. Instead, you filed a complaint with the NFL Players Association and went public and called them all a bunch of liars and said that you got benched over money. That's a lot to come back from, Dan. <laughs> but if Russell Wilson and the Broncos look out there at their options and realize we're not really going to do better here and it doesn't make sense, there's still that possibility that they could find a path forward, but it's going to have to involve Russell Wilson taking a contract adjustment that he just hasn't been willing to do to this point. Let me go back to the combine with the quarterbacks that a lot of them aren't throwing or maybe doing workouts. But if you said to NFL teams, would you rather have the interviews and the medicals over throwing, working out at the combine if you're trying to assess these quarterbacks? Yeah, you would rather have you know the interviews and the medicals, especially you know there are some of these guys who that's going to be really big on. For Michael Penix Jr., he's had so many injuries through the years. Getting his medical, that's going to be that's the. I, I talked to a executive a couple of days ago, just asking the questions on the quarterbacks. He said, "Okay, with Penix, it's medical, medical, and medical because there's so much there that you got to wrap your mind around. That's going to be a big part of the process." With him, you know, and in the interviews, I think that Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams, two guys who don't plan to throw here, 
those are going to be, you know, really important. There's some things that people want to peel back the layers of with Jaden Daniels. And with Caleb Williams, you know, he's from just – he might be like kind of the first true new era NIL baby at quarterback. In other words, he's already been a professional for several years. He's made a ton of money. He's basically left in free agency in college. You know, he you know, <laughs> is living large in Los Angeles, and he's, you know, obviously an unbelievably talented player – but he's gonna, you know, he's got a different team. He doesn't have a customary agent. I'm not really anticipating that he does the medical here either. He's probably just gonna show up, do the interviews, and that's gonna be it. Um, and and you're just gonna want to get to know him and get to know, you know, can you ramp him up quickly enough as a player in the NFL? You can deal with, you know, the fact that he's got other interests and he's gonna have some different things around him. Um, I don't think there's anything that's bad there, but you know, actually getting to sit down and get a feel for Caleb Williams, the person, and find out a little bit more about the support system that he has around him, I think it's going to be big for the Bears and everybody else making this evaluation. Uh, I'll leave you with this. With the salary cap going up, give us the team to keep an eye on spending money in free agency. I mean, there's a lot. It, it is funny because, you know, when the cap goes up, it goes up for every team, right? So all these fans are like, oh, now we've got money. It's like everybody else has that more money, too. <laughs> but I have talked to GMs. I talked to one a few minutes before we got on this show who was saying, that's pretty good for us because if you're a team that was over the cap or had some big money stuff or you're trying to eat money and whatever this year, having that extra, depending on what you were budgeting at, $10, $12, 15000000 million can potentially be huge. It does lend a little bit more flexibility. Now, those same players are going to be more expensive now because there is more money uh, in the marketplace here, but in terms of you know who's actually spending in free agency, you know the Patriots have a ton of money and they've got a roster that really needs an influx um, of talent to it. You know they're not trying to win the Super Bowl this year any more than any other team is, but they're not, in other words, going all in because they've got so far to go here. But you know that's a, certainly a team that I think you're going to see be active uh, as we go through the free agency period here. Beyond that, I think it's going to be a lot of the a lot of the usual suspects that like to spend in free agency. There are some teams that are fundamentally opposed to doing it. There are other teams that you know always want to be in that mix. Even a team like Denver, just knowing how you know Sean Payton thinks, I don't know if they're going to make the same splash that they made last year, pumping a ton of money into the offensive line. But you know, Sean wants veterans. Sean coming up in New Orleans is no stranger to borrowing money from the future to make something happen now. And that's where, you know, when we talk about the Broncos having all options on the table still at quarterback, I wouldn't rule out anything in Denver, including taking a big swing at a guy like Kirk Cousins, who I know is already throwing. He's already dropping back, coming off that torn Achilles. He's going to be 36 before the season, but he is going to have a significant market. And if you're Sean Payton and you're sitting there realizing you got to compete with Jim Harbaugh, and Andy Reid in the division, you're probably going to be best served doing that with a veteran quarterback, whether that's Russell Wilson or somebody else. they got to figure out what the pathway is to get one. Have fun there. Good to talk to you as always. Thanks for joining us, Tom. Thanks, Dan. That's Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider. NFL Network providing live coverage at the Combine Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, A lot of these quarterbacks, including Caleb Williams, they're going to go, but they're not going to work out. And as my source has told me before, having been at the Combine, been in these interviews, uh, getting the medicals is really, really important. Uh, you know, how, how tall is somebody? Uh, do, they, do they look like they'll get bigger? 
Can they get bigger? How much energy, uh, you know, have they used in college with all the injuries that they've had and all the games they've played? And, you know, are you ready for the grind that's known as the NFL? And then you're not going to throw. We, we assume that, and you have a pro day, but they're all scripted. You should be really good when you do your pro day or you throw. At the combine, if I'm one of the top picks, I'm not, I'm not going to be throwing. I'm not going to be running pass patterns. I'm just not. I would be like, let me go in there, interview well, let them see the medicals. Although if Caleb's not, I don't know if that's a red flag where people are going to say, you know, is he hiding something? Michael Penix Jr., he has to do this. He must try to put the fears to rest. He's had a couple of ACLs. You just want to make sure he does have the talent. Does he have the durability? We'll take a break. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. More phone calls as well. A lot of people have thoughts on court storming. We'll have that for you coming up after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. 
or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Time for our best and worst of the weekend. By the way, Jim Beheim was all in favor of expanding the tournament to 96 teams. Well, you want to talk about, remember the outrage of if you go 12 schools in college football, what are you doing to the regular season? Well, what are you doing to the regular season in college basketball if 96 schools make the tournament? The season, that's what the season is. Now you're going to say, hey, now we're going to have a, a better field of 68. We'll get the bad teams out of there. Why do we have the bad teams in there to begin with? And then you're going to have play-in games. And Do we really need 90? I mean, we, we never stop and go, that's the right number. It's we want to get more teams in, more playoffs. I, I understand all of that. I just, like at some point you say, this is great. And then you run the risk of ruining it. But Jim says, hey, I'm fine with 96. Well, that's a coaching perspective. The tournament does, making the tournament is not a big deal anymore. It won't be a big deal at all if you go to 96. Yes, Marv. You think Dayton will be excited? Like more playing games. It's a month long in Dayton. Yeah, but, I, you know, Jim does bring up good points. If you have play-in games at the sites of regular tournaments, you know, first-round action, you win your play-in game, you get to stay there, you don't have to travel. I, I get all of that. I just don't know. Do we need 96, and then do we stop at 96? At what point do we get to 120, 124? I got, you can't sit here and go, oh, that'll never happen. We started with 12. You imagine if you're the NIT. The NIT is holding on for dear life with their tournament. Now the possibility of the NCAA wants to expand to 96? It's like when you were bowl eligible in college football. It's like, all you got to do is have six wins. Like at, like at what point are you going to be NIT eligible? Uh, do you guys got five guys? Okay. You're eligible. Yeah, Paul. I wonder if this is the NCAA reacting to them being de-emphasized with college football. And in a couple of years, the NCAA will have no role in college football saying, Let's put all our eggs in the NCAA basketball basket and expand it. And because we're, this is the only place we're going to make money anymore and be relevant and get a new 10 year deal with 96 teams. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Todd, I'll start with you. My best of the weekend, despite an unfortunate court storming incident attending the Wake Forest victory in Winston-Salem over Duke, close from start to finish, had a nice March Madness atmosphere to it. Worst, Wizards lose by 41 Friday night at the Thunder, 147 106. Thunder put up 80 points in the first half on them. You want, to, you want to watch a team that just doesn't give a bleep? Watch Washington. And yes, I do watch. And Jordan Poole, I wonder if he's going to be in the NBA in a year or so. It, he's regressing. Seton O'Connor. My best of the weekend, Dan. It only took 24 years, but I finally went to a UConn basketball game. All right. Been in the state 24 okay. years. How about that? All finally right. got out to Gamble. All right. Uh, Cam Spencer is fun to watch, as much as it pains me to say, because I'm not really a Rutgers fan, uh, and I know he just transferred to UConn. But mm. you watch him, and you're kind of like, why is this dude so good? But he is. He's kind of he's, he's a boss. Okay. And Stefan uh, and uh, Castle, Stefan Castle, that kid is a lot of fun to watch too. Mm-hmm. Um, my worst of the weekend was when I sat down there uh, just before the game was starting. There were these dudes behind me, and they were like, you know, 
Oh, because one the the game they were retiring Rip Hamilton's number, mm-hmm. which was awesome. It's really cool, mm-hmm. and so there was a lot of nostalgia going around. And they said, you know, sometimes I just really take these five banners for for granted. It's like some schools only have one, but you know, it's just so easy to look at them and be like, yeah, because that's just what we do here. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> As a Seton Hall fan, I kind of threw up in my mouth a little bit, and I was just like, ah, oh, no, just enjoy the moment, enjoy it. This is fun, Marvin. See, and I apologize for them. Wow, those are your people, Marv. Nah, I'm not claiming them. Uh, best of the weekend, Zach Eady. 35 points, 15 rebounds, and a big win over Michigan. It never looks pretty never, with Zach Eady. Never. never. But he, he dominates. Yeah, and uh, that brings me to my worst. Michigan, they're 8-20 this year. They lost 20 year. games. For the third time in school history, they Still lost made the tournament, years. though. <laughs> Getting in at that 87 seed. Yeah. <laughs> Probably best and worst of the week. Jeez, that is brutal. Uh, the Blackhawks last night, they honored Chris Chelios, longtime player for them, retiring his jersey. Patrick Kane, one of the all-time Blackhawks greats, was back in town. He's with uh, Detroit Red Wings, and he scored the overtime winner, so a huge night there. Mm. Uh, I'll just say this about the NBA All-Star game, because we haven't really touched it yet. It was a couple of more than a few days ago. I tuned in for a little bit. I watched Sabrina Ionescu versus Curry. That was fun. Slam dunk. It's hit or miss. Three pointers, hit or miss. Here's the NBA All Star game. If you don't care, we don't care. That's it. You players don't care. Fine. The fans don't either. It's they, becoming less and less relevant. Maybe that's the motto of the NBA All Star game. Yeah. If you don't care, we don't care. It's easy to tune out. And it used to be appointment programming. Yeah, but you know these players. It doesn't matter. To, there's no reason for this to matter. It's it's not like you know there's pride. You know it's the East against the West. It, it's, there, there's none of that anymore. You know they don't care. You score two hundred. It should be the first to two hundred points wins. Three point shooting. I I do think, and I came up with this idea years ago. If you did a former player and a current player, or if you wanted to bring in WNBA players. If Caitlin Clark's available next year, Sabrina Ionescu. Uh, if you wanted to do Del Curry, Steph Curry, uh, LeBron and Bronny, like let you, you're going to have to dress it up a little bit here. It's like you know they had the play-in tournament. What what was the play-in tournament all about? Everybody had a new court. That was it. Who won the play-in tournament? The Lakers. Okay. Only I'm a geek, so I shouldn't. Okay. Yeah, but you you have to pause and go. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Seaton. You know, I kind of think though, if it was the first to 200 points, that would be fun. <laughs> I would actually be more interested in that. What just getting see who's getting closer and closer and closer. You miss a three, you make a three. You're like ah, they're gonna All hit right. the 200. Okay, I just came up with a great idea. That, accidentally. You accidentally came up with a great idea. That would be a lot of fun to watch. Actually, you're you're going to guarantee a lot of points. Yeah, at least 200. The first to 200, 200. wins. Yeah. That's great. All right, uh, Lucas in Texas. Hi, Luke. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good, good. Hey, I've got a best that I've got to get to, but first, I love that no one is asking whether or not Todd stormed the court because, come on, we we all know how that would go. Uh, He'd probably be complaining about knees by, like, the second row. So uh, he was safe safe in the stands. I'm sure he was. But, hey, my my best of the weekend, uh, we we welcomed a new baby into the family, and not our first. As a matter of fact, Dan, I think we just joined a club that uh, you might be a member of. 
this is our fourth under the age of seven. Yeah, so I, yeah. I don't. I don't really need. I don't really need <laughs> advice for a new one, but more like, how do I survive the next twenty or so? I drink a lot, but uh, that's just me. Patience, patience, patience. Sense of humor. Gotta have those two. We were traveling over the holidays and just seeing when families got the stroller and there's like two little ones. Like it's my wife and I just said, you know, I say to my wife, how did you do it, hon? Because we had four under the age of seven. And I don't know how she did it because I, I wasn't around. Yeah, Paul. You ever see a family with like four or three or four little kids trying to get through security at the airport? It is fascinating. It, it, there's stuff flying all over. People are yelling. There's a ponytail in the air. <laughs> The dad's jogging pants are falling off. We, uh, my wife will always offer to help when she sees somebody who has at least three young ones. Always. And they may not need help. They may go, why is this woman? But she, she knows that feeling. And when you travel and you just see that look on the parents' faces, when they come back from Disney World, and they're like, was this worth it? Oh, my God. Final hour on the way. Who doesn't like see-through pants? Uh, some Major League Baseball players. More phone calls as well. Two hours in the book on this Monday. Back with the final hour. Dan and the Danettes after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.